Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or executive who's working hard at living a good story? What if you can start living a better one? Welcome to Living a Better Story, a podcast that goes deep and clears away the good so that you can be great. Hosted by Chad Burmeister and Rich Blakeman, we get you into alignment with your God-given purpose here on planet Earth. Don't settle. A better story is waiting for you to invest in yourself and living a better story. Hey, everybody, Chad Burmeister, and I'm your host of the Living a Better Story podcast. And I'm with someone that's so cool today because she lives in a county that's called Christian County. It's number 113 of 114. Apparently, the name came from Kentucky. There's a long story behind it that we may get into today. Um, Andrea Seitz is the president and CEO of Show Me Christian County Economic Development. And she's got a story to tell. A lot happened in 2020 and 2021, just like it did for me. And I'm so excited to roll up my sleeves, dive in, and understand Andrea's story. So, Andrea, thanks for being here today. Hey, it's my pleasure, Chad. Thank you so much for reaching out and uh, excited to just share my journey with you today. Well, this will be a lot of fun. Um, The best way I've found to open is to rewind the tape, because when we're God's children, at age five, six, seven, right? That he, he says, bring the children to me. We're unfiltered by the world. We're passionate beings that are created yeah. in his image. What was your thing when you were younger? Oh man, um, I literally took my first steps on a stage. So um, my parents have always been very musical. I came from a musical family And um, I live very close to Branson, Missouri, and Branson is known across the country for live shows. So I always describe it that my parents were like um, the Branson show only in a very little small town called Cassville, and uh, they have a trout park. So they were the entertainment for all the tourists coming in. And I took my first steps on that stage and always wanted to sing, uh, share that gift. And so when I was little, I I don't think I've ever met a microphone that I didn't like. (laughs) Wow. Well, I have watched the Ozark show and I'm sad to see that it went away because it really helped me open my eyes to that region. But it makes me think of the boat and the dock and all those kinds of pretty pictures. Oh, yeah. It's always a discussion um, when we get into all the Ozarks. You know, we've got there's a lake of the Ozarks. There's a county. There's a city there. <laughs> we like the word in this part of the country. <laughs> That's right. Well, I think this is an area I have not visited yet, so I'll have to check that out. You should so come on. you were born on a stage. Um, con- help us understand how does that convert to the kind of work you're doing now? Right. Is there a yeah. secret thread between then and now? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, for one, I think just being comfortable, being the voice, um, that is something that's mandated in the job. And you have to learn that, I think, as a leader as well. There are a lot of people that can do that out of pride or you can do that out of humility. And um, thankfully, I've kind of learned that. And to just be able to bring lots of different groups of people together. My organization is a startup. We're only about three and a half years old and being able to link all of those stories and bring a voice to their history and to start magnifying that is a huge part of that role. So um, yeah, that whole microphone thing, you know, just being comfortable in a setting where a lot of people aren't um, is just a a gift that I was kind of given. 
And what's the mission for Christian County? If you were to summarize, I'm sure you've done a lot of work in three and a half years where it's a nice little sentence, yeah. but uh, what, what is that summary? Yeah. So our organization really strives to be um, a collaborative partnership and a business concierge. Economic development is a really broad industry. And I spent nine years in hospitality before launching this organization. So we look at everything as if, you know, you want to do cool things. I say that business wants to do cool things or talent that's moving to an area. You want to do cool things, um, but you don't really know where to start. And so we serve as that liaison, helping you navigate that process so that your business can be successful no matter what stage that you're in. Got it. Well, Missouri seems to me to be one of the gems in the nation. Um, I think of Texas and Florida as nice, conservative Christian states, and Missouri, to me, makes that list of the top three. Um, and, I, and I think you have to be sensing the yeah. movement across the country for people who are seeking that kind of uh, environment. So really must be good times. Um, yeah. Talk to me about, we all face a painful memory, right? We're talking here today. Both of us are healthy. I just came off of the virus and I'm so happy, right? You can't have the great days unless you have some bumps along the way. And I'm Mm -hmm. just pleased and and happy to be healthy. Um, But we don't always have that luxury. We face challenges. Is there something you're comfortable sharing with our audience that was the thing for you or or maybe a top couple of... uh, you know, painful memories. A few examples. Um, And that's, this is something that's been unique about my story because uh, there have been lots of these instances. So I'll kind of run down my list of those that really stand out. Uh, When I was nine, I cut the tip of my right index finger off um, on an exercise machine. And that's kind of when I say, like my childhood ended, you know, I I had to relearn how to do everything. Uh, when I was 13, I got run over by a team of horses and a wagon, um, nearly broke my back. So that was also very unique, kind of a, a farming accident. Um, you know, my husband and I got married when I was 19. So going through his deployment, my senior year of college was a big defining moment, but as I was really preparing and thinking through, one of the most unexpected and um, I, I don't know, it, it would seem like a blip compared to some of the bigger physical events in my life, but there was a really defining moment uh, my freshman year of high school, actually. And this is something that I really uncovered through some mindset work on why it impacted me so much. And I had this core group of friends, you know, we, you think kind of like Sandlot or everybody has their group. And when I was a freshman, I don't even remember all the bits and pieces. It's so interesting how when we go through trauma in various levels, we disassociate from that and don't really retain all the details. But what it boiled down to is that this group of friends that I had where we were so close and so tight knit, there was a falling out. Um, I was accused of writing some note to someone's cousin or, you know, um, kid stuff. And I remember calling my best friend out of the group and just saying, you have to believe me. You have to believe me. I didn't do this. And um, very true to her experience, she said, I don't know what to believe. That was honest from her perspective. But I just 
almost remember like kind of dropping the phone and having this moment. Like I don't have anyone in the world. And at such a pivotal age, um, that was really now where I have found the biggest blessing because I learned to stand on my own two feet. And that's why I say it's in some of those mundane moments where they hurt, but we just try to push or we just try to dismiss and giving that the weight that it deserved. You know, all of a sudden I went from uh, having this wonderful group of friends to the person that sat alone at the lunch table, you know, and walking down the hall with my head down all the time. And shortly thereafter is when the horse accident happened. And I had someone randomly in the hallway say, it's too bad you didn't die when you went through that accident. Wow. Yeah. And then they stopped. It it was like, turn my head. And they stopped and said, well, that's at least what so-and-so said. Wow. And so it has been really interesting. You know, recovering from physical things, that's definitely taught me a lot, but being, becoming independent and becoming comfortable with who I was as a human at that point in my life really set the foundation and allowed me to grow in so many ways moving forward. Wow. My wife and I watched Dear Evan Hansen last night okay. and my neighbor when I was growing up is Amy Adams. So she's a very famous actress these days. Yeah. She rode the bus across the way yeah. from me when I was riding the bus. And this story just takes you in through music of all the different perspectives. And when he finally steps up into his self and, you know, and exposes it to the world, it very much reminds me of everything you're talking about. Um, For me, when I was a sophomore, I had a mohawk, I rode a skateboard, and there was about 10 or 12 skinheads in my school in Castle Rock. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day I'm standing there at the locker. And they all, they, it turns out I'm German, but they called me Jewish at the time. And (laughs) I was okay, whatever. Um, And and one of the kids is a Filipino skinhead, by the way, which is interesting on its own. And they just started slamming me into the locker, like nearly broke my nose one at a time. Finally, the principal's son is who ended with the biggest slam. Mm. And I just remember going like, what is this? What did I do for this? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty normal, studious kid, and, and yet here I am, right? And so I can just, that Dear Evan Hansen, the experiences that you went through, and those are the things we have to come to grips with and go, yeah. that is my story, and that's why I'm here, and that's why I care about the people that I care about, right? And it's just, it's such a neat thing to go through. Yeah. So what... In, in terms of your day-to-day now in the job that you do for people, mm-hmm. what's, what are you passionate about? Like what really wakes you up in the morning to do what you want to do? Oh man. Um, so are you familiar with the strengths finder test, Chad? Yes. Um, so I love lots of different personality profile tests. I mean, the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, you name it. Um, but StrengthsFinder will probably give me the best vocabulary to describe this to you. Um, and in my top five is individualization in the fact that I intrinsically believe that everyone has um, value, that everyone has a role to play, uh, and that everyone is important. And the work that I do now truly is historic. It is setting the foundation to chart the direction of this county and of these communities moving forward. You know, how, 
we are going to define ourselves for the next 20 to 30 years. And, and I get to be a part of that. So that's really exciting work and very humbling, but it all really ties down to the fact that there's people that have to play a role in a team, just like, you know, Christ says, we're all part of the body. Um, And if one of you, you know, fails, or if one of you is weak, then you can't be effective. So that's probably the best way to describe it to you. I love it. Yeah. There's a book that I'm, I've read recently and I'm really starting to become friends with this person. Your God-Given Identity by Rico Mm. McAdory. Okay. And it just nails it right from the get-go, right? There's never been a fingerprint the same as mine or yours. There never will be. And when you can lean into that and say, wow, you were actually manufactured with a purpose in mind. Wow. Like what's, what are the, what's the honor of that, right? There's millions of potential outcomes of who I could have been, but I'm not, I'm me. Mm -hmm. And so getting a hold of that is really neat. Um, Tell me about a time that, you know, you've, you shared with nine, with your finger, how that was the end of your childhood, the 13 horses that overran you, you're married at a young age. Mm -hmm. Where's a time where God showed up where it was undeniably God for you? Oh oh man. Um, There are just so many, it really, and even, even looking through, you know, how do you narrow down? Um, Because for me, I love to trace back. I love to give credit where credit is due. Um, No part of what I have been able to accomplish at this point in my life or the successes or the blessings, none of that has been my own doing. You know, it's all been through me, uh, not of me. And um, for this one, I would have to say um, meeting my husband, you know, that was so unexpected. We met on a blind date. So here's, here's like the Hallmark card version. You know, we met on a blind date. Um, we have the same birthday. We're five years apart. Exactly. Um, we lived an hour apart. Like there, nothing was relative about our story. And, um, my son who just turned eight last week will tell you there could not be two people that are uh, more different than my husband and I. But, um, the way that our stories have been intertwined and, um, and what we've been able to weave together and that fabric over the years, you know, I, I say and joke, he's the string to my balloon. You know, he keeps me constant, uh, keeps me grounded. And, um, that in looking back, it was the thing I didn't plan It's the thing at the time I didn't want. He would also tell you that I I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. I just wanted to, you know, go hang out on a Thursday night, Friday night. And it changed the trajectory of my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, this year has been so eye-opening for me that sometimes I take my wife for granted. And it really caused me to say, wait a second, her unconditional love for me is the same as God's unconditional love for me, period. End of story, throw away the key. Like there's no way that's untrue. And it, and it's been so, it's just so sometimes you have to face these traumatic buzzsaws in life Mm -hmm. to recognize that, you know, when I was, I I wrote a song yesterday um, with, with a good friend of mine called 10 minutes from the end of the road, because literally a week ago, I felt 10 minutes from the end of the road. Yeah. And those are the times where when you go, God, what do you need me to learn from this? Your mm-hmm. will be done. And those are the most magical moments that, that can happen in your life. 
Yeah. Um, so last question here for you today, Andrea, is around faith and what role does faith play in your journey and your life? Yeah. Um, faith is everything. You know, I think we misuse the word. Um, I think we misuse the word hope a lot. Um, for me, faith is having faith is walking on water, you know, um, in life so many times. And again, there's, there's so much more that we could cover, you know, outside of this window, but, uh, our pastor shared a message that just really resonated and stuck with me. And it was a very different take on, um, that scene on when Peter steps out of the boat and he said, think for a minute that if you were sinking, that Peter was almost closer to God and closer to Jesus in the moments when he started to sink than when he was walking on water, because that is when he stepped out of himself and asked for help. And, um, I think that's it, whether you're in a good season and you have to keep the faith that it is not of your own or, you know, whether you're really building and you're, you're in a a place of desperation, there is a strength that can be found when you only reach the end of your own. Um, you know, and, and that's beyond you. And I've had those moments, you know, again, we've been married, my husband, I've been married 14 years, um, going through different physical stuff, going through our seasons when you don't know how you're going to make it through the next day. And then you do. And then over time, those, um, I just finished reading the book, green lights, Matthew McConaughey. And so the theme is stuck in my head, but when those red lights or when those yellow lights, you, you look back and you see them turn green faith is what gets you there. Faith is, um, what keeps you breathing. And I'm so grateful to have that tethering me and giving me a true North. Wow. I love that, um, visual picture of the just sinking in the water because that's Mm -hmm. exactly the time. And as my friend Juju said yesterday, when we were writing this song for two hours, she said, there's this ringing sound and and when you hear that mm-hmm. and you're that close that's the moment where people can be shown the yeah. glory of god and it's and it's important and they can you, you can help facilitate that but it also is an open moment in time and i think with this global pandemic i think with all of the interesting things air quotes going on in the world the last couple of years it's causing us to all reconnect with each other, right? And with source and with God to a level that's, we can't just be neighbors where we say, hey, how are you, Joe? We need to be more connected um, and we need to be connected to what God has intended for us. So it's it's really interesting times. Um, We're wired for that. And um, there are so many studies. I love um, a lot of the work of Dr. Brene Brown and, you know, a book that I'm reading now called Above the Line. It's an 18-year study uh, in Europe about these centralized truths that uh, no matter where, what worldview we're looking through or what religion or, you know, whatever, the vulnerability and the courage and the ability to own your personal story and own those flaws and give weight to maybe how even your inner child sees that, you know, how we form those links and bonds, but that ability to connect and to really get to know someone um, allows us to just be human and, and appreciate one another as we kind of walk through and, 
I always tell my husband, you know, your journey is yours and my walk is mine. Um, we see very differently again on almost every issue. But I told him, I just want to be holding your hand so that, you know, if I fall, you can pick me back up. And it's the same way I feel like as we pursue friendships or work relationships or anything else in life. Well, it's interesting because this series of 10 questions started really with three. And, and if, <laughs> if it, 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 over about 200 probably conversations, using these three questions has helped me become a better connector. Yeah. And it's, tell me about when you were six. Now let's go to the middle, like maybe college and high school. And now how does that tie to what you're doing today? And if you just kept it to those three, the level of spark in people's eye of, let me tell you about when I was six, right? When you're telling me about nine in your finger, I get it. Like I remember a friend of ours family blew off two of his fingers with a, a little um, cherry bomb when he was a kid. Wow. And, and so that, you know, I'm relating to your situation, mm-hmm. thinking about Bill and, um, you know, and it's just so human, the level of connection. Yeah. It's amazing. Definitely. Well, Andrea, this has been amazing. I feel like I need to come visit Missouri sometime. And, uh, <laughs> come on. You know, we are the show me state, so I would love to show you Missouri. <laughs> is there skiing in Missouri? Um, we is have that water Montana. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we have water skiing. <laughs> water skiing, water skiing. Okay, I like water skiing, so we'll have to check that out. Yeah, we're we're on a tour here very soon, and we're going to be opening up Living a Better Story events in cities all over. So maybe awesome. we'll co-facilitate one of those with you sometime. Would love to. Well, Chad, thank you again. Um, it's been just a lot of fun to chat this morning. Thanks for being on the show. We've been talking with Andrea Seitz, who is with showmechristiancounty.com. Check it out. If you're interested in moving your business there, I'm sure there is a home for you there. Bring your Christian values to Christian County. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining another Living Better Story podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of Living a Better Story. We hope that today's show has inspired you to cultivate a better understanding of yourself so you can discover your God-given purpose and start living a better story. For the show notes, visit livingabetterstory.org forward slash podcast, where you can also find other helpful resources. Connect with us and join us again next time for another purposeful show.